Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Tuesday the 20th of December. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, let's get straight to the scores on the doors today. Dow Jones closing down 163 points or 0.49%. It did rally off its lows. That's the best you could say for it as another day of dismal negativity. 32,758 was the headline number for the Dow Jones. It had a high of 118 and a low of 338 down. The Nasdaq, though, did fare badly, down 1.5%, 159 points down, 10,546. The S&P 500 down 35 points, or 0.9 of a percent, in the middle for diddle, 38.18. VIX volatility down 1.2%, as you would expect, heading into the Christmas lull. No point in holding premium for call and put protection. Uh, when we have got little trading and little movement over those days uh, when the market is closed. The SPY futures closing down another 27 points or 0.38%. European markets generally firmer. Stock 600 up 0.3. FTSE up 0.4. Germany up 0.4. France up 0.3 as well. As far as the bonds go, 10 years in the US 3.59%. Creeping higher. U.S. two years, 4.26%. Aussie 10 years, 3.57%. Them creeping higher as well. And we did see the U.S. dollar index pretty much unchanged. The Aussie dollar pretty much unchanged as well, hovering around 67 cents for that that, uh, measurement. But the S&P 500 is now headed for its worst December in four years. Four consecutive days of losses. For all three averages, Amazon was down 3.4%. The S&P has dropped more than 6% this month, and it will be the biggest decline since 2018 when it slid 9.2%. We did see not much data out from the US last night with only the uh, National Association of House Builder Confidence, which is down for the 12th straight month. Hardly a surprise when you see what has been happening to interest rates, of course. Uh, The Vox Pops, which uh, Elon Musk put out there for uh, the uh, decision whether to resign from Twitter, overwhelmingly in favour of him resigning from being CEO or chief twit at Twitter. And uh, he uh, he did say that he would abide by the decision, but he said that actually nobody else wants the job. So as a result, he's going to stay on. And uh, as far as uh, other news goes last night, Meta could face a fine worth as much as 11.8 billion US dollars if found guilty of charges from the European Commission, which is the EU's executive arm, said it had found Meta breached EU antitrust laws by distorting competition in the markets for online classified ads. And Disney shares uh, continuing to fall, hitting a 52-week low. Avatar, the way of water fell short of box office expectations over the weekend, didn't get great reviews apart from the technology and the effects. The CGI did, but the rest of it, the story, and let's face it, that's the most important thing. Uh, Maybe it isn't. Uh, The film notched up uh, 134 million US at the domestic box office, which was falling short 
of expectations of 175 million US and Disney had forecast between 135 and 150 so 134 not a great result from them uh, on that movie anyway over in Europe we did have the European Union energy ministers have agreed to a dynamic cap on natural gas prices uh, after two months of intense negotiations so uh, that did see the US gas price fall quite heavily uh, last night as well looking at the commodities we did have the oil price better up 1.6% $1.25 80.29WTI up 86 cents 1.16%. Uh, the gold price though slipped slightly down 0.3 of a percent $5.30 17.87 copper was up half a percent nickel though fell 3.8% it has been quite a wild ride for nickel at the moment aluminium down 0.5 zinc down 0.7 Lead up 0.5 and ton down 0.8 of a percent. In mining stocks overseas, we had BHP down 0.6, Rio down 0.8, Freeport McMoran uh, down 2.6, Alcoa down 0.9, uh, Anglo American up 0.4, Glencore up 1.1, Vale showing a little bit of strength, but it has been hit quite hard recently up 0.2, and Arbamal in the lithium space looks like there'll be more weakness in lithium again. Uh, down 3.9%. Looking at some of the US stocks, we had Apple in the tech space down 1.6, Meta down 4.1, Google down 2%, Microsoft down 1.7, Amazon down 3.4, Tesla pretty much unchanged. And maybe there was that hope that Elon Musk would come back to Tesla and give up on his Twitter uh, explorations and adventures. JP Morgan was up 0.6, Netflix down 0.8, Citigroup down 1%, Goldman down half a percent, Bank of America up 1%, Wells Fargo up 1.5%, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 3.3%. We did see some of the US home builders down as well. Pult home builder down 2.6%, so not good for them, and Ford was down 3.6% there. As far as local news today goes, there's not an awful lot out today. We do have the minutes of the Reserve Bank, their December monetary policy meeting due out today. And the Westpac and the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry have said that manufacturing conditions have, st have stalled and sentiment has soured in the December quarter as surging energy prices, labour shortages and lingering supply chain issues and the slowdown weighing on the spirits. Uh, Penny Wong, of course, heading to China First time an Australian politician has gone to China in four years. In other news today, David Jones has been sold for around $100 million, which is down from the $2 billion it sold for eight years ago. And BWX looks like that one will be returning to trade today. It's not been an easy ride for BWX shareholders, as uh, that one uh, will be coming back on. They did announce a loss of $337 million. Three directors quit. I think the chair quit as well. Um, so uh, big write-downs there. It'll be interesting to see what they come back on at, but it won't be nice, I'm sure. Um, and uh, in other news, INR, Iron Ear, has got another tick of approval in the process from the U.S., Star Entertainment Group has been downgraded to overweight from buy at Jardins. I'd imagine that after the massive fall yesterday, they're playing catch-up football 
with their recommendations for that one. Monodelphus Group has secured new contracts and a contract extension, which totals 110 million Aussie dollars. And Red 5, RED, the stock code there, has provided a drilling update at its Darlot Gold project. Some of those results, it says, strengthen the FY23 and FY24 mine plan. And preliminary drilling of the Centurion Lone adjacent Darcent bulk area has yielded exceptional intercepts with follow-up drilling planned. And in a little bit of a shock news, I guess, uh, Rocky uh, Peter O'Connor, who's one of my favourite commodity analysts, is uh, very much ensconced at Shores, or so I thought, but he is leaving after eight years as their head commodity and BHP and Rio analyst. In one survey we have seen on the AFR today, three in five Australians plan to cut back on spending in 2023. And in news just out, Norwest has commented on the mineral resources bidder's uh, approach and expects to respond in early to mid-January there. So interesting there. Um, Sunrise Energy Metals receives a $10 million grant from New South Wales in support of the Battery Materials Project. And that about covers it for this morning's early news anyway. So that's it from me. Just the question of the day today. Um, I guess this is a question that we should put on Twitter. Should Elon Musk step down from being the chief Twitter officer? Should he step down? He said that he would if the votes were in, and they did seem to go with uh, him stepping down. What do you think? Should Elon Musk step down from Twitter and focus on Tesla, which has had a pretty shocking year? I think it's down 57% for the year. So should Elon Musk go back to basics? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.